morning, everybody. Welcome back. Well, welcome back for us, but welcome back to you because we felt like we are seeing you all over again. Just finished up a great week in Mexico. Well, two days ago, we finished it up. And um, <clears throat> came back to cold weather down here in Florida. Nothing compared to the rest of the country. So if you're struggling out there, sorry. I'm originally from Ohio. I can feel you. It was me. Ohio, the Michigan, Ohio, Erie, Buffalo, Snowbelt. So I know how you feel. Anyway, my name is Jeff Gelman of Sally Canine Training. This is the wonderful Joelle, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show. This is a Q&A show. Um, it's an audience participation show. You will type your questions. Joelle will read them. I will answer them. Most questions need um, a pretty extensive rehab, usually. Um, at a minimum, they need a one-on-one -on -one consult. But we're going to do our best to at least um, guide you in the right way. We will often be talking about a program we have called Green to Graduates. Green to Graduate. The reason why we sound like an infomercial once in a while is because the Green to Graduate course, and I'll play that a couple of times during the show when Joelle puts up links during the show, it's for $197. And if you took this course, there's no reason why you need to go to a dog trainer for obedience training whatsoever, including us. We actually have stopped doing one-on-ones at our training facility and literally tell people, get a greenie graduate. It's a fourth of the money. And the whole family can be involved. You can work at your own pace. You can, you know, re repeat things. Um, um, and then you can always do an online consult. It is literally will replace dog training is online, online learning. And if you don't uh, um, do online learning in other fathoms of your life, which you, you should look into, you can, you can do, it's incredible what you can do with online learning. Um, knowing this is a Q&A show and knowing that a lot of people um, uh, reach into this show for helping stop unwanted behaviors because not too many people like to talk about it. A lot of people will talk about reward only, reward only, reward only, leave under threshold, work the dog under threshold, never say no to your dog. Uh, we, we, we believe in rewarding dogs. We reward dogs a ton. We do a ton of quote-unquote positive reinforcement training. I would imagine every dog trainer does. Um, that's how we train dogs to do things. You'll notice from the cadence of the questions, though, people are asking us how to stop things. And I think that's very, very important um, that people understand what this form of this program is. It's geared on how would you stop an unwanted behavior is pretty much how it's geared on. There's a word called punishment. It is not a bad word. It is an actual term. It is the correct terminology. A lot of people don't like to hear the word because they have misconceptions about their childhood, uh, misconceptions about society, um, but it does not mean harm necessarily. It means just an intolerable consequence to stop an unwanted behavior. So you need to apply a punisher to instill an intolerable, instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. These are facts, these are not feelings. Nobody cares about your feelings, especially the facts don't. So a lot of people will like to argue that, but you can argue all you want, but that water is wet and that sun is hot. Um, a lot of people are struggling. We just finished up a troubleshooting one-on-one uh, -on -one online with uh, an ex-client. Well, I guess for our forever client, I should say. And we were able to solve their problem right online. Any decent dog trainer can do that. Um, I have a morning show called Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff. It's on 
Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for everybody to see. And it's on Patreon exclusively for Tuesdays and Thursdays for Patreon members to see, as well as for um, Instagram subscribers to see. So if you join either one of those, one is $4.99 for Instagram and one is $10 a month for Patreon. And then tomorrow night on Patreon, I do my Zoom room, which is face-to-face, voice-to-voice Q&A. So uh, six podcasts a week, all to help you have a better relationship with your dog. Um, I don't sugarcoat things. I say things the way they are because there's so much misinformation out there. It is horrific and it's unethical. And if you listen to my morning show, which is where I do a lot of um, ranting, um, you'll start understanding how bad things really are. Uh, This is the, not the last show of the year. Friday will be the last show of the year. So Mm. everybody stay safe. Um, Hope everybody had a great holiday. And uh, let's get right into the, questions we don't have any yet we have any questions <laughs> this fucking thing opened up yet i know did you turn on comments on youtube mm, yeah okay it's okay um this morning show i was a really good show i if you want to check back all of our past shows are um on youtube that you can um that you can watch so you can go back into YouTube and watch our, all of our shows. If you're our Patreon members, even if you join Patreon today, you'd be able to see our past shows. And now on those shows, the morning show, I usually stick to single topic and I let people ask questions about that topic. But on the Patreon show on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings, you can ask any question. I know the benefit of being a $10 a month um, you know, Patreon member, which I think is, which I think is huge, which I think is huge because so many people are looking for information. Um, a lot of bad information is out there. A lot of people are blaming owners for being lazy. Of course, there's lazy owners, but I think what's, what's even more prevalent is um, bad advice. We have owners that have been working for years, years, trying to help their dogs um, with uh, behaviors. Um, stopping them, training them with no results. And um, what a lot of what a lot of it is is it's not lack of effort um, due to the owner. It's just lack of proper information. And it's getting worse. It's getting worse. and and the internet has turned into the wild west and um, which can be good, but it also um, can be not so good because people are being lied to. Um, what I say sometimes isn't pleasant to the ears, but if you maybe sometimes don't pay attention to the delivery, but the actual message, as I always say, I think that's really, really important because, um, there's really bad messaging out there. Uh, a lot of dog training, I break down into really simple concepts and I make it uncomplicated. If folks are out there looking for dog trainers, I think it's important that you find a dog trainer that also speaks in plain language and doesn't make it too complicated and too quote unquote scientific to sound smart to justify their possible lack of skill set possible lack of skill set so what do we got 
Karen says, hi, Jeff and Joelle, supporting great tans. Greeting from icy Denver. Yeah, I'm glad you made it to Denver. You're probably with the last, oh, man. last flight in. She flew in Shit when show. Rosie flew out. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Denver, Denver had a lot of a lot of delays. Orlando had a lot of delays, ironically, um, probably because it's a hub for many mm-hmm. other areas up north. We went from south to farther south, though. Um, we still had some delays, though. Next. Sawblade Entertainment. I'm behind on shows. Hope things have been going well. I've just been busy with the holidays and life. Yeah, I mean, things are going well. Things are going extremely well. Um, the great thing about that Sawblade is... Um, you can always listen to the shows in the background. Um, you know, uh, this morning at the gym, I listened to a, uh, a podcast. Tonight, I'll be listening to a couple of different podcasts tonight. Uh-oh. You touched the camera. This is time for a new... Um... It's so finicky. Yeah. It's time for a new sensor. Sorry, guys. It's time for a new... Uh, these. If you've got a new iPad, you know that you can't connect your USB port right into your computer, so you have to get those external dongles, and I think it's time for a new one. Next. Julie Starnes, howdy from Nebraska. Hey, Julie, how are you? Yankee woman, Kim. Good day, Jeff and Joelle. I hope you had a lovely Christmas. Christmas was great. We had uh, we celebrated a uh, uh, Rosie, um, Joelle's friend, and Joelle made a lovely Christmas dinner down in Mexico, um, and then we came back, and... Uh, we did presents for Ange the next morning. Um, he got some nice presents um, here. He had some presents from his mom um, that were shipped to us. And then he had some presents from us. And then did we go to Poppy's house that afternoon? Mm-hmm. The same day? Mm-hmm. And then later that day, we went over to Poppy's house, um, his grandfather's house uh, that day. And he got even more presents. So, um, and today he's been working on, um, he's got a lot of books that he's been reading. He got a uh, this mythology. By the way, that reminds me, his mythology podcast is tomorrow. He's doing it on, on Norse mythology. Norse mythology, and he got a um, got like a ton of books. Yeah, this nine was an eight or nine, eight, eight book. And then box. Janelle got him a book of mythology oh, stuff. Oh, that's too. got a huge book. So you're dropping facts. Yeah, and he got a he got a mythology poster from our next door neighbors. Yep. I'll put that on. Uh, I'll put that on on Andrew's, um podcast. Uh, on Angela's Instagram channel tomorrow, I'll put that up, uh, his, his family tree of mythology. I just hung that up tonight, actually. So, yes, the holidays holidays were great. Next. Constance. Oh, sorry. Hi, JJ. Um, glad to see you guys again. Glad you're back. When working with multiple dogs, do you have any creative ideas outside of furniture or dumbbells for indoor tiebacks in an open concept room? Um, you can attach bolts to the floor with eye hooks and, and carabiners you could actually um if you take the end of a leash and you tie it in a knot and then you put it through a door and close the door i mean obviously you got to be close to a door that acts as a tie back um you've got pugs so i mean you know absolutely a dumbbell would work sandbag don't get obviously a sandbag from home depot get they make sandbag holders for like um to keep the, those tents down, you know, the, the, the 10 by 10 tents that people use at fairs and festivals. They do that. Um, next. Um, let's see, Dahlia. Hello from Teslin, Yukon again. 
I've got the counter surfing boxer. Mm. I tried your suggestion set up with high level e-collar. The first time I gave him a correction, he seemed to be fine for a few days. Mm. It even stopped a few other behaviors, begging, whining for dinner in my plate. I had to correct again two days later Mm. and he jumped up again the next day. I didn't have the handset with me. What should I do? Is there something in other aspects of his routine I should be doing? To support the counter surfing. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm glad that it's working. Did you hold the button down for 10 seconds? Was it at 100? What are some other things you can do? You could, now also sometimes there are dogs, there are dogs that could care less about 100. They'll come down. I mean, put it this way. Dogs go through underground fencing. We all know that. And that's electricity. And that is high. And that freaking hurts. And dogs go through underground fencing more than once. They'll run through it once a week. Why? They get a stick, a ball on the other side, let alone chasing prey. Um, So I think it's possible that it wasn't intense enough. Mm -hmm. So this is the thing, the mini educator, which are the remotes that we always use, those are the least powerful of the remotes. They make something called the boss, which is more powerful, but they actually stock. It's a stock item, a double boss. Now, the reason why they use the double boss is for multiple reasons. You get these high-drive dogs, and you get a dog that's intent on something. A hundred doesn't matter. And it, so, you know, it sounds horrific, but it doesn't. Um, when a dog is in drive, and, and, and if any, I mean, I, was a, I used to do triathlon. I used to compete in triathlons, and my pain threshold while I was competing if I was training, I trained in pain just to work by how I can mentally work my way through it, but definitely not as much as if I was competing. I was competing, I never stopped. I never stopped. So adrenaline is pretty powerful. Um, and dogs, um, uh, 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 dogs will go through a lot. So you, you hit them for four seconds, not 10, try 10. And he screams, they do scream. I don't enjoy it. So it's so funny that so many people are like, you, you, you're, you love hurting dogs. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? I fucking love dogs. I have dedicated my life to keeping dogs out of shelters and saving dogs' lives. Knowing that I work with extremely dangerous and badly behaved dogs, knowing that a dog could die, could die from getting something off the counter. Like my advice has saved many dogs' lives. Many dogs' lives, my advice is saved. Um, and we're not even talking about aggression. We're just talking about like not biting an electrical cord, not getting up on a counter, not getting in the trash. Um, so do for 10. It's ugly. It's not pretty. Nobody likes it. I don't like it. I do it because it works. $5 top chat from KP. Oh, Just a quick note of thanks, by the way. Walk the walk and your free content. I now have a beautiful heel from my previously forging corso. You guys rock. That's wonderful. So the top chat, a couple of things. The top chat is something on YouTube and your question goes to the top of the queue, but you don't have to pay to play. We'll answer as many questions as we can. But on the second note, kudos to you on the walk, the walk, the walk, walk the, the walk, walk program is shit is great. That's our first program. And it, and it, you get it free with the green to graduate program. And let me just throw this out there right now. And we're up. 
Good. That's it. Roar. Results the walk the walk. Good. Down. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. This is dog we awfully trained in 11 days. Didn't even know its name. Here we go. There's the Turn around and come back towards us. And he was like, nine. Tucker, here! Through some great. That's my boy! Off-leash recall. So for all the people listening to the podcast, here? we just did here a we go. commercial of... Uh, That's my boy. Green to graduate. But the Walk the Walk course, which is included in the Green to Graduate course, focuses obviously on the walk, considering that that's one of the big issues that people struggle with. And boy, we have a met a dog we couldn't walk. And we've worked with some really, really intense dogs next. Sam, Yahoo, can't wait for more mythology facts tomorrow. Excited to see what he has learned. That's good. Thanks. Yeah, Angelo really loves it. Um, he's getting really into the groove of his um, his podcasting. Really, really is. Next. Sid, hey, Sid. Hi, J&J. Welcome back. We miss you. Hope your trip and holiday was fantastic. Thank you, Sid. Yeah, we missed you too. It was good. It was really good. <clears throat> Sawblade Entertainment. Someone I was talking to had to give up on the conversation. She said purebreds are all inbred and crazy. Yet when I asked, did they train the dog? They said no. Right. So, you know, that's sort of like almost a racist statement in dog world. If you wanted to compare the two, all, all purebreds are, you know, inbred and create whatever. Uh, why can't we just say badly bred dogs struggle, untrained dogs are crazy, some of them. Um, mm. Malinois, which I own one, <laughs> are just universal, a little bit wacky, but um, they're easy enough to train because um, they've got, most of them got high motivation, even though now we're seeing a lot of really, really badly uh, bred uh, males, extremely badly behaved um, bred males. Next. Um, Linda. My three-year-old German Shepherd ran from the front window to the front door barking when someone came from the driveway. He's a 124-pound big guy. If you get in his way, he would run you over. Yeah. I got the green graduate program. One, no, and a zap. He doesn't do it anymore. He may bark at someone but looks at me, and I tell him no, and he stops. Thank you. Yeah, so kudos to you for number one for doing the hard work, but this is why <clears> – <throat> We had somebody on this show, and I hear this all the time. Keep in mind, I've been on the radio and podcasting for 13 years, training dogs for 20, worked with over 10,000 dogs. And I don't say this is an ego statement. I just say it because my basis of, of information on the dog world as well as the human human world is incredible. And, and I'm, just an, I'm just a pet dog trainer. So I focus on family pet dogs. That's what I do. Don't do sport. Don't do competition. Don't do tricks. I don't do um, any of that stuff. I don't have the knowledge base for that stuff. Um, I'm just trying to keep dogs out of shelters and keep them in homes living happily ever after and giving them the best lives. We, this one woman still, it's because it's eight and eight. She's 80 years old and the dog barked in the window for eight years. She said no when she bonked her dog. She's 80 years old. That's why for all you freaking people out there that thinking throwing a towel at a dog is abuse, well, sell that, tell that to, 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 to your great-grandmother or your grandmother um, who's been throwing shit at your do her dogs for years. They all have. Um, it stopped the barking. 
I'm pet sitting our next door neighbors right now, their dog, their little chihuahua who barks all the time. And uh, I bonked that dog once and I go over there all the time now, like about four or five times a day and let him out. And dog doesn't give a shit. No noise at all. Next. Dolly, I said, I'll do that. Thank you. He's hard-headed. So if he's hard-headed, you actually might need a double boss. I mean, it sounds, keep in mind, you can have a, you can have a dog that like trains with food. Like we do a lot of food training. Barely have to correct the dog. No aggression whatsoever. Does everything you want it to do. But, but if there's a bone on the floor, we'll rip your face off. And then it's like, why? Why? I, 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 don't say why. Say, how do I fix this? Say, how do I fix this? Next. <clears throat> Eric said, that's right. Does a vet enjoy cutting dogs open? No, no. Emergency. I mean, if anyone's ever been in an ER, whether it's human or animal, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. When you're, when you're trying to save someone's life and... Stopping counter surfing, getting in the trash, getting into this laundry basket where dogs can die on socks. Dogs stick their heads into potato chip bags and die. You can kill a dog with a potato chip bag. A dog kills itself with a potato chip bag. Imagine you left a potato chip bag out and you went out for 15 minutes and imagine coming home and your dog is dead on the ground with a potato chip bag on its face it puts its head in to get the chips it breathes in breathes out breathes in breathes out runs out of oxygen passes out and dies it happens could you imagine that? That could be stopped. Next. Constance, collar positioning when beginning e-collar phase in green to graduate, prong on top of e-collar or e-collar on top of prong? Well, we tend to use prong on top of um, e-collar because it'll give you the most directional control. But you could also do prong below e-collar. A lot of folks are bent on this like, Prong collars are great, quote unquote, if used properly. Can we put that disclaimer on food training as well? And on clicker training and on halty training and on using a leash on a dog and on how to put a dog into a crate? Uh, you know, can we just can we put that can we put that on 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 like disclaimer on everything? Even a prong collar, the only time it really doesn't work is when it's so large. It slips over the dog's head, and when you pop it, it doesn't even make barely makes contact with the dog. That mm -hmm. defeats the purpose. Next, Debbie. Good evening, you two. So glad you're talking about corrections. I just asked my client with a golden that needs to learn remote collar. Hoping they're on. I've been talking about corrections for 20 years. I will always talk about corrections. I talk about high level corrections. I talk about choking out aggressive dogs. I talk about, you know, using your feet on dogs. I talk about having dogs pass out that are in dog fights. I talk about high-level corrections for small infractions for dogs that you're rehabbing. 
because this is the thing. Everybody thinks that it's like I'm the only one doing it. I want to assure, not that I need to assure anybody, but thousands of trainers are doing it. Millions of owners are doing it. Well, that doesn't make it right, Jeff, but it is right. Because two plus two is four. Because when you say sit and click and you give a food reward, you are reinforcing a good sit command. When you say no and correct and the dog stops barking, you are reinforcing the stopping of barking. These are facts. These aren't theories. These aren't opinions. And I'm not being defensive. I'm fighting a battle here against a very loud proponent of don't ever say no to your dog. And people have got to start realizing that, that first of all, tools will be banned everywhere soon. Saying no to your dog will be banned in certain parts of this country. Oh, that'll never happen. Hmm, really? What just happened last week? Oh, that's right. Women can't go to university anymore. Like that. Can't be gay in certain countries. Like that. You'd be surprised what the fanatics in the dog world are trying to accomplish. Next. Thank you, woman Kim. Good to see you guys. Thank you for all the free information. You all are doing a wonderful job. Ha have yourselves a blessed and prosperous new year. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kim. Thank you so much, Kim. Dahlia said his board and train trainer said he wanted to be the manager and not the fry cook when she met him. Who, the dog? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people want that. They don't want to start at the bottom. So what you got to do, you... Started at the bottom. You're like, well, let's, let me explain to you. There's only there's only one chef in this kitchen. Next. Uh, Yazuka, my dog's reactivity is getting better. I would like to take him on a off-leash walk in the woods. Mm. But I'm afraid that his reactivity will get worse when he sees other dogs off-leash. Any advice? Well, I don't know you, and I don't know your dog. I don't know your dog's behavior, and I don't know your skill set. And I don't know how far you've gone. Is the dog remote collar trained? Does the dog understand the remote collar? How's the dog's recall? Does the dog understand the concept of no? Dogs do better off-leash with reactivity than on-leash many, many times. Um, uh, but then now we have the factor of how about those other dogs that the dog's meeting? What's their behavior? A lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts. So my advice for off-leash hiking you see another dog, call your dog back to you, put it in the down, stand in front of your dog, let the other dog and family pass. Next. Um, let's see. I keep getting bumped. See, I just adopted a seven-month-old dog who is not potty trained. She is accustomed to peeing and pooping in the house at will. If I catch her in the act, how should I handle it? Oof. Who's will? In the house at will, like whenever she wants. Well, <clears throat> there's a lot of different theories to that. Some people say, um, don't correct your dog when you catch them in the act because they'll just go find somewhere else to piss that you can't see. I get it. I can understand that. If I saw my dog pissing in the house, there'd be a high-level correction. No high-level correction. On the flip side, reinforce, reinforce proper potty behavior outside. Reinforce proper body behavior. That you can do with clicker and food. And also you want to make sure the dog fully drains its system. Also, 
when the dog is going to the bathroom in the house, where are the humans? Where's your eyes? Well, she said if I catch her in the act. Right. So start recognizing signs that your dog has to go to the bathroom. Are you on a regular schedule? Are you monitoring the dog's food and water? All those things. Next. $5 top chat from Constance. Thanks, Constance. Joelle, thank you for answering my question on the micro prong. It arrived today and it's incredible how much our 12-week-old puppy learned today. Best puppy ever. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And keep up with, like, at 12 weeks old, we do so, so much food training. So much. All, all rep after rep after rep. That's how they eat. So 12-week-old puppies with us, they only eat through training. So we don't deprive them of food. We don't hold back food. We just work with them a ton. Work with them a ton. It's like, oh, you're getting a cup and a half of food today, puppy. Great. I'm going to put it in a little pouch and let's go to work. Next. Uh, Lori, why does leash reactivity continue to get worse? Um, it's probably a combination of lack of socialization of dogs, but I would probably say mostly it is because people are not using tools that will help them or training philosophies that extinguish the behavior. The softness of an owner buying into the concept of don't say no to your dog, don't correct your dog, you'll destroy the relationship. I'm sorry, but having a leash reactive dog, man, what a great way to have a shitty relationship with your dog. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but we walk our dogs everywhere, take them everywhere. We bike with our dogs, mm -hmm. swim our dogs in the ocean, in lakes, wherever. And uh, having a dog underneath voice control, it's a pretty cool concept. Next. Sawblade Entertainment, Callie already trying to ban e-callers. Yeah, California and New York. And um, they'll probably be successful. Um, I hope they're not. But um, what needs to happen, and I've been talking about this for, I've been radio and podcasting for 13 years. I've been talking about this for 13 years. I've been talking about this for a long time. And everybody was like, you know, whatever, 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 whatever. I mean, I even approached the e-collar companies. I approached all the e-collar and they, I was like, guys, what are you going to do about this? And it was, they said it wasn't their problem. Those were their words. It's not our problem. I mean, it's not your problem. So owners need to stand up, not trainers, owners. Owners of these tools need to stand up. They need to, they need to shout down and tell their story against all these people that are fanatics that have never even used the tool before. Because if you haven't used the tool and if you haven't seen what the tool can do, and most people that are against these tools have no idea what they can do. Mm-hmm. And until they get that dog that all their training, what they thought they had knowledge used, used to work on previously doesn't work anymore, now you'll understand. Next. Julia gave my dog a bone for Christmas, and she seemed to be guarding it. I would see her get stiff and put her body closer to it whenever I walked by. Yep. Should I correct for that stiffness or only if she growls? No. Your gut is right, Julia. So are those are the subtle signs a lot of people right, miss, though. Right. Do you do you correct someone for having heroin in their dresser drawer or only when they're shooting it up? 
Next. <laughs> Great analogy. Not the best analogy, but if you're trying to stop heroin use, you make sure that there's none around and they don't have access to it. Emma, I got green to graduate and still have yet to get to the e-collar stuff, but with training down, my dog flies into a down. Once we start doing down, he anticipates it even with the leash under the foot and slowly pulling the leash up. Sounds like he goes down. So start getting off the foot. Yeah, just it's, start it's, it's, adding down now. Just yeah. get on verbal cue. Yeah, Sounds so, like he knows it. So what it is is the it's it's a cue. It's a cue. So now just do verbal. Next. MSA, hey, Jeff and Dwell, hope you're enjoying the holidays. How are you? We are definitely enjoying the holidays, and things are great. I got to take down all the decorations no, tomorrow. You don't. Yes, I do. I'm not going to be those people who leave them up till March. Debbie. What's wrong with the outside lights? Christmas is over. They're not Christmas lights. They're nice lights. We're going to be those people who just leave them up year round. What is the rule on Christmas lights? This is the first year I've ever actually done them. I'm pretty sure you take them down like around the new year. But why do we have to? I'm not leaving them up. Do what you want. I, I, have no, I have no say in it. Debbie, please talk about Green to Graduate again for my client who just got on. Um, watch the free play. I mean, the Green to Graduate course is... The How green... did somebody already... I haven't even made it live yet. <laughs> um, what I would do with Green to Graduate is, um, is this. Green to Graduate course takes you from not knowing any commands to fully off-leash trained, step by step. There's 20-something videos. There's 20-something videos that are that, that are involved with this. It shows you step by step how to do it. Next. Um, let's see. Jackie, when you apply a punisher, should it be at the same time as you say no or okay to say no first, then punish? I've heard some trainers say no as a warning first. And if the dog fixed command or behavior, no correction needed. Well, it's not as much of a warning as it is a marker. No is your marker. It's your marker that shit's about to go down. It all depends on where you are in your training journey. At the very beginning of your training journey, you need to be consistent with your, with your consequences, both good and bad. Um, so it's no pause, which is called a latency period, and then consequence. With food training, yes, or click, pause, and then your reward. Next. Harry, I love seeing you guys bring board and trained dogs out in pet-friendly public places. How do you make sure they don't pee-poo when indoors places? Are they command trained for it before they go in? We believe in the Lord, and we pray. Um, I mean, we always have poop bags and stuff with us. I mean, it has happened. It has happened, yeah. But usually at pet-friendly stores, like Petco, they have cleanup stations. The worst is when it happens at, like, Home Depot. I think also— but the staff there loves us, thank God. But I think also— when your dog's on a proper diet and you, pre you feed your dog proper meals, like the amount of food, because a lot of dogs are not. We feed raw. Nobody has to feed raw. But if you want to feed raw, we have a great ebook in our shop, actually, on raw. Um, it's a fantastic book. Um, you start predicting your dog's poops. Yeah. Our dogs are also on very set schedules. So, so, you, so you start knowing that it's like when they're going to poop. Now... Obviously, if you bring a nervous, skittish dog into a public place, those are the ones. Those are the ones. Um, but we're pretty good. And uh, in the in the twenty years, another hack which you talk about, 
keep like a newspaper or magazine with you. And as soon as you see that dog squat, you get that paper under their ass real quick. And in the 20 years I've been doing this, I can't think of more than a dozen time, a dozen accidents yeah. in, in, in public interior places. We always do potty breaks right before we yeah. go in. Yeah. Next. Shit happens. Debbie says, thanks. You're welcome. Constance, don't worry, Jeff. Using daily food with all our dogs for training. Awesome. Following your steps in the puppy course and green to graduate to a T. Good for you, Constance. Probably overthinking things, but we are making major progress with all eight. Well, I think if you have eight dogs, there's no such thing as overthinking. <laughs> so... So you should be, you're thinking probably eight times as much as everybody else. So that's probably not um, overthinking. Next. Lori, happy to see you back. Hope you enjoyed your vacation and had a great holiday. We did. I think some of the highlights were um, Joelle booked a really nice uh, uh, excursion day where we did uh, a catamaran and, and involved snorkeling. Angela went snorkeling. And um, this was, you did a lot of planning. This has been, that, so that, 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 that trip was planned um, four months ago or three months ago? Four? Yeah, four. About four months ago that trip was planned. Um, Joelle's, uh, after the passing of her mother, um, was like, you know what? Holidays are a good time to just go away. And I had that plan before she passed. I was planning on going to Mandalore. That's because she was going to be in... Um, yeah, she wasn't going to be there. She wasn't going to be there, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Not that she doesn't love her family. If any of her family's listening, she loves all of you. Um, um, well, there's one she doesn't. Um, um, <laughs> I'll let you guys decide who. <laughs> that's a that's a joke. So you all, and for if any of her and if any of her nephews are are, are um, uh, listening, I must say the nephews now that are driving age, you're doing very very well, and you're we're all impressed so with you. We're all impressed with you. Okay, Sawblade Entertainment. I really need to move out of New York. Just more reasons I don't want to live here. Well, Sawblade. The, the great thing about here. being in New York is whatever you need, like a napkin, someone always has one around. Grab it off their face, right? So I think um, a lot of people are. <laughs> Angel, are you listening to the show? Yes, I am. Is he? And I brought <laughs> I didn't even hear the joke. What was the joke? You have to you have to listen to the replay. Um, I was not paying attention. I, I think a lot of people are moving out of New York for multiple reasons, um, not just because of that, but just different reasons. Just uh, here's a great reason. It's cold. It's, it's, it's cold. <laughs> it's, it's cold. Next. Sam, hi JJ. Been going through withdrawal from your podcast. Hope you enjoyed your trip. Are you against depriving food a day or two to adult dogs that have low food motivation? Um. Well, we offer it, and if they refuse it, but but are, 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 am I against outright not giving a dog? Well, put it this way: fasting a dog for a day is common. Mm-hmm. It's common for dogs you're not training. It's just, it's you know you know fasting a dog once a month is actually common for humans. It's actually common as well. Um, you can't not give them water, but um, we don't fast dogs to um, train them. That's why a lot of dogs that don't have food drive, a lot of trainers don't know what to do. That's why it's important that you understand how to use compulsion, which is a leash. Um, because majority of the dogs we get in do not have food drive. And a lot of the dogs we don't get in exactly don't have food drive or food fails. Mm-hmm. Next. 
see the dog I adopted is frantic for food and water. Any recommendations for managing this? She's always searching for food and gulping water. Um, I would that that might be on the medical spectrum. Yeah, I would get that. That might out. be on the, that, that gulping of water could be dangerous. So be mm -hmm. really careful. What I would do on that is um, number one, um, limit like take away the water, and then give it every few hours in increments or whatever. In small increment, like you measure the water out. Like you don't have to measure it with a tablespoon or a cup but just like you only get this amount of water a day but i, I would talk to a vet about that mm -hmm. i would get some some blood work that's 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 above my 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 knowledge base there other than i know it's not healthy next jackie said heroin with a laughing emoji yes. with your analogy but then again it might not be like as far as always hungry i think a lot of dogs under their own free will and untrained. My lab used to search for food all, it always. Was like his full-time job yeah. searching for food. Yeah. It's not like, and it's not that he was, I mean, trust me, you put food in front of him, he's gonna eat it. Yeah. But also if you told him, Bert, cut the shit, go lie down, he'd be like, he like, okay. But if he was on that training floor, He's going. Oh, and the train at the, the training whole center. Perimeter. Of the oh, room. of course, the training Where's center. The Where's the food? Where's the That's food? A, well, that becomes a learned behavior you for go, these dogs. You go under the couch looking for any piece of kibble that dog could find. Deanna, can you create play drive in a dog that had never had it? She's six and is afraid when people try to play. I think she just doesn't understand yeah. it. She's a huge love bug and prefers affection. Yeah. She is food motivated. Yeah, I think um, for all your drive learning how to increase drive we have a small segment of that in our green to graduate but if you really want to learn how to increase drive talk to your sport dog people so that's 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 a skill set that i that i can't really talk about because that's not what i do but talk to your sport dog people because they're they're really good at getting um getting their drive getting drives up and creating different drives and then i'm i'm good at controlling drive but but I don't extinguish drive, I just control it, but they're really good at um, increasing it. And we can increase drive too. Um, like flirt pulls are always good, tug is always fun, but th th I think they've got, th that, that's that's their gig. Next. Um, Jackie said, leave the lights up. I love seeing them, makes the neighborhood joyful. Hmm. Can you screenshot that and make that a testimonial for tomorrow? On tomorrow's page. Izuka. Okay, then I would keep my dog on leash when we pass other dogs on off-leash hike. Mm. And if the other dogs approach my leash dog, then I should avoid contact with other dogs and advocate for mine, right? Exactly, yeah. What, what, I used to be a big backpacker, and then I used to backpack with... Um, I got into dog training over 20 years ago, or about 20 years ago, with my dog Max, because he was... I got him as a puppy, but I didn't know shit. Like, a lot of people get puppies. Um... Um, I was my client back then, um, and uh, and we would backpack all the time, and he was off-leash trained, but we didn't trust every dog, and if it was the wrong interaction, it could go south. I would always just call him back to me and just put him on a leash. Next. Um, David, when e-collar training, do you put the... Do you put it on first thing in the morning and take it off last thing at night? Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're really committed to training your dog, you, you wake up in the morning and you put your collar on your dog, make sure it's fit right, turned on, and then rotate it every three three or four hours so the dog doesn't get any um, pressure sores. And then uh, go about your day. Next. David, already read that. Stephanie, my mom's dog is hyper aware of everything. He's fully e-collar trained. He counter surfs like mad. We set him up with cameras and the e-collar on. Nothing will make him learn a correction. E-collar is off. He's surfing. What to do? You, you put the remote collar. Well, you can only, you can use other things besides remote collars. You can actually um, 
take a spoon with peanut butter on it and tie a string to it with about 20 empty soda cans. And the dog grabs the spoon, pulls it off the counter, and all the soda cans crash to the floor. It scares the fuck out of the dog. Um, people are like, well, why don't you do that? Number one, I don't drink soda. Number two, it's a pain in the ass to fucking set up. And the dog's already got a remote collar on. Why don't you just use that? It's more effective and better timing. So you need to just put something really, really tempting up there. Also, you can do it on a, on a lower than the counter. Put it like I'm looking at our breakfast bar right now, and I'm thinking, well, we've got seats, which are lower. And then there's also like, you know, um, what are those tables in front of couches called? Coffee, coffee tables. tables. Coffee tables. You can put stuff on coffee tables. Put a sandwich on a coffee table. Bottom line is don't take food that's not in your food bowl. Next. David, happy holidays to you and your family and extended family. Thank you. Thank you so much. Kimbusa, sorry to hear about your family. Thank you. Mm. Brittany yes. said napkins everywhere, laughing emojis. Yeah. Uh, MSA, I'm struggling to teach my clients properly uh, when the dog... <laughs> keep getting bumped every time there's a new question. When the dog heals with me, it's perfect. But when the client heals, the dog takes advantage and heal would be improper. Any advice, please? Yeah. I mean, who's asked that question? MSA. MSA. So MSA, I mean, as you know, you have a set of skills, as you should. The true, true role of a good dog trainer is to pass on your knowledge to um, the client. So what you want to do is break things down into smaller increments, starting with how you hold the leash, how you hold your body, visualize, start out slow with a walk, teach them spatial pressure, teach them correct arm positioning, teach them leash handling. A lot of owners have a lot of um, bad habits built in over long periods of time. So you need to break all those things. So communicating with them on how to do things properly excuse me, is an art. Next. Sam said, where did you guys go in Mexico? We can't skip our annual trip to Cancun. We love it. We actually, we were in Cancun. We actually went to Cancun. Um, we stayed, I guess it's called in the hotel zone, but it was pre hotel zone sort of, but I guess we were they, in like someone's private condo. We yeah. weren't like all inclusive or yeah. anything. Um, Beaches if, are beautiful. The beaches are beautiful. I just don't like that nothing is walkable. Probably wouldn't go again, but it was beautiful. Yeah. I, yeah. Really nice beaches. I had so much fun in the waves, big waves there. Yeah, the huge waves there. Um, the but I like to be able to walk around, walk to coffee shops. Yeah, walk to that's the one thing that I think was missing was yeah. the walking into like a town of some. Like when we in Greece, you can just walk Everywhere. to the local coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Kimbo said, rule of thumb is to take down lights after the first. Hmm. Okay, so we get to next week. All the right. first of what? March, April, May? January. So I'll do it Sunday. It doesn't say January. Kimba, you didn't mean first. January. You meant March, right? Next. Stephanie, thanks, Jeff, with the soda can idea. He's sensitive to loud noise, so that's a fantastic idea. We'll try. Yep. You can actually just throw just catch him in the act with the camera and just throw a shitload of soda cans at him. Next. Empty ones, by the way. Ashley, how do I get my 16-year-old Jack Russell to quit pacing? Is this something I can train out of him? Well, I don't like to use that term training out of him, but then again, I guess that's what you're doing. Um, 
Yes. So the dog's pacing. How do you stop it unwanted behavior, Ashley? You apply a punisher. Well, I feel like that's one of the ones you should probably teach in place or something, though. But first, you can stop with the pacing. So you can do this on a reactive and a proactive. So you can correct for pacing. But what I would do absolutely is teach place. A good example is this. I own a Malinois. If Tex is not lying down or in place, whether I tell him to or he does that on his own, like right now he's in place, but I didn't tell him to. It's just like, oh, they're doing a podcast. I'll lie down. Um, he's a Malinois. What is he going to do? He's going to fucking do Malinois shit, which is like spinning around, looking for shit to do. So what do you have to do? Text. Go chill out. Next. Um, MSA said, thank you. You're welcome. Kimba said, LOL. And Lisa said, lights down January 1st, usually. 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 Which means some people might not usually do it. Right. And then those are the ones that people are like, that person still didn't take their decorations down. That's the least of our neighbor's concerns. Whatever. I guess I'll see what Aaron and Nikki do. Well, theirs aren't coming down on the 1st because they won't be back. True. We'll <laughs> take theirs down. I'll take theirs down. <laughs> I'm not touching their fucking lights. God, no. Uh, Ashley said, thank you for that. You're welcome. That's it right now. So what do we learn? Mm. Lights down on the first. Mm -hmm. That's what we learned. I saw that. Okay. So we're launching a class in February. Okay. It is, well, we'll it'll be for sale in mid-January. And somebody already bought. Hey, why are you on your email? Because I, I want to see if there's any troubleshooting I have to do during the show. And somebody already bought a ticket to it. How did they find it? Mary, how did you find that class? Because I haven't launched it yet. Did Tony? Tony said he found it via search. I'm like, what do you mean via search? Like Google search? I can't find it anywhere on the website. It's not live. I just built out the sales page yesterday. How can something be purchased if it's not live? I don't know. Mary, are you like a PI or something? But how did you how, find how, it? How could that even process? I don't know. If I don't make... When I, what, right, it's not even live. It's not live. You buy something that's not live. Even if you're on, the, even if you're on the back end link, and what the fuck are people doing on our back end links? <laughs> but we have a really cool live e-collar workshop coming up in February. We're gonna show you how we do the remote collar live. There's a bunch of questions. Um, let's see. Constance said, "What is the best way to keep the dog from creeping in my front leg? I do 180s. I turn into them. I pop the prong. I hold the leash short behind me, and does not." Far ahead or pulling, just tweaking. Uh, so you need to watch, do spatial pressure. Do spa watch our spatial pressure module on the Green to Graduate. Next. Um, Heather said, hi, Jeff and Dwali. Join Lee. Are you offering the Green to Graduate option with you guys walking us through it yet? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'll yeah. post the link. It's, um, yeah, it's up there. It's Green to Graduate done with you. But I'm going to post the direct, direct yep. link here. Yep. Done with you. Here you uh, go. Next. Um, let's see. C says, my seven-month-old is barking and growling at everyone she sees. I'm trying to stop it with a leash pop, but it isn't working. Also a remote collar. So uh, I would, uh, this is a one-on-one -on -one because there's a lot of moving parts there. So I don't know your, I don't know how you're holding the leash, the timing of your pop, your marker words, the, the use of the remote collar, how you're actually walking your dog. Does your dog know heal properly? Are you, a lot of it is the timing. Um, 
our green to graduate will show you how to get a proper walk. Um, I would do, if you film this and we did a one-on-one -on -one consult, I can troubleshoot it for you like instantly. Next. Sam, okay, we're getting into fighting territory. Haha, <laughs> light should come down before three Kings day, which is January 6th. Have you ever heard of that? Well, before January 6th, which would be the first. Three Kings Day? Yeah. No, Jan yeah, before January right, 6th. Right, right, right. So anytime. But no, but before Three Kings Day. But that's, guess what? Supposedly white can't be worn. White shoes can't be worn. I wear white shoes year-round. Exactly. And nobody's stopping me. Exactly. I love my white tennis so, shoes. So it's like, who says? I personally think... Lights on the out, Christmas lights on the outside of a house look nice. First of all, they're not Christmas lights. They're all white lights. Still. They're all white lights. Tonight on stories. There's uh, icicles out there. That's like fake snow. They're not fucking icicles. There's they're lights. Icicle lights. They're not icicle lights. It's simple white lighting. Next. Uh, Lori said hire her. I know. She's like doing some private investigating shit. She found that course. Right. Don't worry, guys. Get on our email list if you're not, because yeah, you're going to hear all about it soon. Let me just show you on the, on the email list. Um, I'm also sending out helpful emails, like free how-to videos and stuff. So. so on our email list here, um, let me just go through everybody this here. There's a subscribe. So this is our this is our um, online academy, academy.solidcaninetraining.com right here. It lists all of our courses, and um, you can get a consult on here as well. But there's a subscribe button. See how it just went purple, everybody? If it's going purple on your page? Mm -hmm. Yep, it's going red, yeah, purple. Um, if you hit subscribe and just put in your name and your email, we don't spam you. We don't, sure no. fuck, don't sell our list. We're not annoying like that. Um, but what's going to happen is um, you're going to get um, notified about a lot of these uh, uh, specials that we're doing and programs that we're doing before anybody else. Or, 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 before, like people just might not even know about it. It might be an exclusive email offer. All right. <clears throat> Kemba said, never heard of Three Kings Day. Put some fairies and butterflies with your lights for spring. <laughs> Sam said, nope, take them down. I took my stuff down 1226. Mm -hmm. Damn, Sam. Not messing around. Wow. Heather, just add some of those cute light globes that aren't Christmas. Yeah, those are nice. The solar stuff is cute. Mm. Um, MSA, I've got two potential aggressive Rottweiler clients. I'm young and of course not as experienced as an older trainer. Not sure to take it on because there's no one to learn from in person. Any advice? Well, age doesn't mean experience. So M MSA, MSA, I've been training for 20 years. I got bit a lot when I first started my training career because I didn't have the skill set that I have now. And I was working with dogs way outside my pay grade, which doesn't exist anymore um, when it comes to family pets and aggression. In a way, I'm glad I did because I learned a lot um, with Roddy's, aggressive Roddy's, two of them, does that mean they're both in the same house? You might want to pass on that just for ethical reasons. You might want to pass on that. Or you might want to just tell the owners, listen, I'll work with one dog at a time. First of all, are they human aggressive or dog aggressive, first of all? Um, I can help you with the uh, obedience part. I can help you with a lot of stuff, but I don't have the skill set to work with 
dog dog aggression or dog human aggression. Um, and then that takes years and years and years of skill and experience and lots of dogs to get really, really good at. Two different clients, human aggressive. Oof. Working with a human aggressive Roddy, mm. um, number one, you have to make sure it's muzzle conditioned is rule number one. Conditioned, meaning it can wear a muzzle and not and not fight it. Not fight it. it. No, I was gonna say or not. Try to bite you as you're putting it on. Right. So can that can a muzzle be put on that dog without you being bit? Um, I used to put muzzles on dogs that wanted to maul me, and I still did it myself. But back in the day, I was pretty hardcore. I'm still pretty hardcore, but I I would I I I you know put it this way. I know you want to help them MSA. There's a lot of dogs out there that can't walk on a leash that also need your help. It's what I always tell, tell people. I always tell people to be careful about working with aggressive dogs. That's all. Um, Deanna said, if you use clips, the weather will rot them over time. For our lights? Is that what she means? Clips? What do we use? Clips? Hair clips? No, I think clips to hang the lights. I don't think we use clips, did we? No, I think you just put little nails. Right. No, no, the nail, actually, a lot of the nails were already up there. I think yeah, I just, just, just twisted them around, yeah. Uh, MSA said, I agree. Obedience is a piece of cake for me. I'm not sure how to advance over time. Probably not with human aggressive Rotties. No. <laughs> so, um, you know, can you do a shadow or, or an internship with somebody? Next. Mm. MSA said, thanks, Jeff, for your honest advice. Much appreciated. <clears throat> Have a happy new year. Wishing you the best of success for the future. My pleasure, MSA. My pleasure. Next. Heather said, can you use your e-collar training with small dogs, toy oh, gosh, poodle, yeah. green to graduate? I have both big and oh, little. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can use you can use an e-collar on a under 10-pound dog. I mean, learning theory is learning theory, correct? Start doing this and stop doing this. You're 10 pounds and you're biting me. You're 210 pounds and you're biting me. Now, the 210-pound biter hurts more. The 10 pound one can get pretty badly infected though, so you gotta be careful. So it's all it's all learning theory. It's all learning theory. All right, everybody. Um, Talia, thank you for a happy new year to you. And yes, Heather, the Green graduate um, will work for the small breed dog. Mm -hmm. um, thank you all for tuning in. We'll, I will see everybody on Patreon and I will put the link up also on Instagram for the subscribers. That you have the link for tomorrow's Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. MSA also. We're going to be bringing back shadow programs this year. Yep. So you can shadow with us in sunny Florida. Yep. Next. Heather said it's great to hear his concern about size. Manette. We are. Do you want me to read this one from Manette real quick? Sure. How the heck do I stop a stray dog from attacking me? I've tried everything with this dog. Bear spray, my feet, a hockey stick, animal control will not pick up the dog. It shows up my work and goes nuts. Jeez. Well, if you actually have a stray dog attacking you, actually attacking you. There are ways to neutralize the dog that are more permanent. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, that's horrific. Really? Really? Well, I hope to God your child's never attacked by a stray dog. That's all I got to say. So all I know is this, that you need to figure out a way. Oh my gosh. Quit touching it. Jeff keeps touching our camera and breaking it. I'm not touching the camera. <laughs> it's this 
this is this is plug. Yep. There are ways to sorry. That's fine. I don't need to be there. Just finish your spiel. Okay. There are ways to neutralize a dog um, with other means. All right. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you. Angela, your podcast is on what time tomorrow? Okay. Tomorrow, my podcast is going to be at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Norse mythology. Also, Papa, before you end the podcast, I just want to add, when you are listing off the names of a bunch of cold states that are cold right now, you forgot Colombia. Honey, I forgot a lot of states. I named one. You named five. Okay. Don't you have, like, books to read? <laughs> Colombia isn't a state anyway. It's a country. Unless you're calling Colombia uh, the city of Colombia. <laughs> Stick to mythology, buddy. <laughs> okay. Love you guys. Take care. <laughs> Do you have any COVID rants on your morning show? Um, I uh, I reference Dr. Malone. I reference hypocrisy um i personally want to do a whole nother show on um yeah, it's got nothing to do with dog training i actually want to do it just to just to humanity sociology economic anti-woke show um but i just haven't yet i just haven't yet all right Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.